I have to say I really laughed when I saw the title Max had given me to speak on this week. Max knows that I only seem to have one sermon message. Jesus died on the cross so we have a way to have a personal relationship with God and we grow in our relationship with God by reading the Bible and getting to know more about him. So why do I read the Bible? I read it to learn more about God and to grow in my relationship with him. That's easy, answered that question. When I was at Teach Training College, I joined the Christian Union and I quickly found myself on the committee. As they were allocating roles, there were two roles I really didn't want at all. One was prayer coordinator and the other was Bible study coordinator. And although I didn't want either of the role, I really didn't want the Bible study coordinator. What happened next? You guessed it. I was appointed Bible study coordinator. Up until going to college, I'd never attended a house group or a Bible study group. And then here I was supposed to be preparing material for all of the house groups in the Christian Union. I started the task by reading the Bible more. And I have to say, writing the Bible study material for the groups was a job I really got to love And I felt so privileged to be able to share the scripture and open them for others and help them to try and understand God more. In my final year at college, I was in a church service one Sunday when a friend of mine, Martin, asked if I'd go on a mission to southern France with him during the Easter holidays. I leapt at the chance of going to southern France, but I had no money for the flight. I walked home from church that evening praying about it. The next day, an envelope popped through the door and it contained the exact money I needed for the flight. Last week, when Vanda was talking to us about prayer, uh, we had our discussion group on Wednesday and we were talking about whether God ever answered our prayers. Well, that's one of mine he certainly did answer. So in the Easter holidays, I flew to Aix-en-Provence and met a friend of Martin's called Mark Howe. And we went to Marseille together to become part of a team delivering a Bible to every house in Marseille. And I have to say, there were thousands of them. I don't know how many of those Bibles ever got read, but at least every resident of Marseille had access to the Bible. In fact, the Bible is so important in our country that at the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II, she was given a Bible along with the words... We present you with this book, the most valuable thing which the world affords. And not only is the Bible valuable, it's also the most popular book in the whole world. If it was included in bestseller lists, it would top the chart week after week. It's also translated into more languages than any other book in the world. In fact, it's still being translated into languages today. The sister of a close friend of mine is a missionary in Papua New Guinea and she's currently in the process of translating the Bible into Samat for the indigenous population there. How wonderful it will be for these people to be able to read the word of God in their own language. Some people have asked me, if there's a God, why doesn't he reveal himself? I would say he already has revealed himself. Look around you at creation. He reveals himself every day through the wonders of creation. In this time of lockdown, it's been good to have more time to appreciate the beauty all around us. 
Growing up on the Isle of Wight, I don't really think of Havant as being a seaside town. Yet over these past few weeks, I've really enjoyed walking down to the sea and along the beach at Southmore. At high tide, I love hearing the waves crashing on the seashore. At low tide, I enjoy seeing all the birds wading and feeding. The colours around me seem brighter, the air cleaner, the birds are singing louder. What a wonderful creation we have. God is certainly revealing himself. And God also revealed himself through Jesus. And we find more about Jesus through reading the Bible. One of our readings earlier came from 2 Timothy. And 2 Timothy 3.16 says all scripture is inspired by God. All scripture is God-breathed. Well, how can this be when the Bible is written by men? Well, the word Bible comes from the Latin Biblia Sacra, meaning holy books. But when I think of Bible, I also think of the French word bibliothèque, which means library. And indeed, the Bible is not just one book, but a library of books. 66 of them, to be precise. 39 books in what we call the Old Testament and 27 in the New Testament. It was written in a period of over 1,600 years and has at least 40 different authors. Those authors are kings, philosophers, fishermen, poets, statesmen, poor people, historians, doctors. And the Bible contains different types of writing, poetry, history, letters, prophecy. 100% written by humans, but also 100% inspired by God. How can this be? If I asked you who built St Paul's Cathedral, I'm sure you would respond, Sir Christopher Wren. He was the greatest architect of his time. And in 1674, at the age of 43, he started building St Paul's Cathedral. And for 36 years, he was the architect leading the project. The building was completed when Sir Christopher Wren was 79. He built St Paul's Cathedral without laying a single stone. And over the years, there were hundreds of stonemasons, carpenters, builders, all involved. But Sir Christopher Wren was the inspiration. And so it is with the Bible. There are many different writers, but one architect. God. So the Bible is a collection of books written by human authors but inspired by God. So why do I read it? Well, I read the Bible every day not because I'm extra holy, because as I said earlier, I want to grow in my relationship with God. Last week, when Vanda spoke about prayer, um, we spoke in our discussion group about prayer being a conversation with God and if you want to develop a relationship with someone you need to talk to them. You also need to listen to them. Through reading the Bible I can listen to God. It's a roadmap he's provided for us to follow. It's the instruction manual for life and through reading the Bible I deepen my relationship with him, get to know more about him and find him speaking to me. So if why I read the Bible is to deepen my relationship with God, then how do I read the Bible? Well, firstly, I'd make sure you have a good modern translation. Whilst there's a real richness in the language of the King James Bible, 
it isn't how we speak today. And it can be hard to understand because the language isn't what we're used to. I usually read the New International Version. And indeed, this is the version we have as our pew Bibles here at Bedhampton. And the Bible we read is a translation from the original Greek, Hebrew and Aramaic. And some translations of it are literal, while others are paraphrased to make them more accessible. Since 2012, I've been using an app on my phone to read the Bible called the Version. And incidentally, this app was designed by my friend Mark Howe, who I mentioned earlier when I spoke about delivering Bibles to every home in Marseille. The thing I love most about the app is having so many different versions of the Bible at my fingertips. The app contains 2,017 versions of the Bible in 1,418 languages. And when I'm reading the Bible, I sometimes find it helpful to read a passage in different versions. I've already mentioned 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. It's what it says in the NIV. In the Living Bible, the same passage says, The whole Bible was given to us by inspiration from God. And it's useful to teach us what's true and to make us realise what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and helps us to do what is right. Or the contemporary English version. Everything in the scripture is God's word. All of it is useful for teaching and helping people, correcting them and showing them how to live. Or the Passion Translation. Every scripture has been written by the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper in the path of godliness. Or maybe the King James. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Maybe you'd prefer the message. Every part of scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another, showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's way. Or the New Living Translation says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realise what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Even though all of these versions say the same thing, the language they use gives you a different nuance, which I find really helpful, particularly when I'm reading a passage that I'm struggling to understand. And whilst I have all of these versions at my fingertips in in my app, If you don't have a smartphone or don't want to use an app, you can do the same thing by using a website like Bible Gateway. And when you're reading the Bible, I find it really helpful to have some notes to help you with your regular Bible reading. And there are lots available. For years, I used Scripture Union Bible Notes. But now I use the ones on my Bible app. And I'm currently reading through the Bible in one year. This gives you a few chapters to read every day, a bit of Psalms or Proverbs, some of the New Testament and some of the Old Testament. 
By the end of the year, through following this plan, you will have read the whole Bible. I remember the first time I tried to read the Bible. I thought, I'm going to start at the beginning and I'm going to read to the end. And I did start at the beginning and I did really well in Genesis and through Exodus. And then when I got to the book of Numbers and then Leviticus, I really struggled. And before long, I gave up. And then I felt really guilty that I'd given up. But, you know, then I realised that the Bible's a collection of books and actually it doesn't matter what order I read them in. So I started to do a bit of the New Testament each day alongside the Old Testament. And then when I discovered the Bible in one year, it makes it even easier because the Bible readings are set out for you each day. And the Bible's a book you can read again and again. Even though I've read it many times, I find God speaks to me in different ways every time I read it. And now it's my giveaway time. When I spoke to you on Palm Sunday, I offered cross bookmarks that I'd been making. And I was really pleased to give those out to some of you who asked for them. Today we're talking about the Bible. So what am I going to offer you? Well, of course, I'm going to offer you a Bible. I have several different versions. And if you don't have a Bible and would like one, just contact Max and I will make sure it gets to you. I've also got the offer of two other books. There's the Explorer's Guide to the Bible by John Grayston. And on the back of it says, want to read the Bible but don't know where to start? Puzzled about how it all fits together? Explorer's Guide to the Bible will take you on a journey to get the big picture overview, move in closer and see where the different sections fit into the landscape. Zoom in for a look at each Bible book. Discover Jesus and God's plan of salvation at the centre. Grab your guide and get ready to explore a big picture overview. Or the Bible from scratch by Simon Jenkins. It says here, for all who find the Bible a bit daunting, the Bible from scratch could be just what's needed. It offers a lightning sketch of the Bible using easy to follow graphics and explains clearly and simply the essential meaning of every Bible book. It provides helpful hints for understanding what each biblical writer was aiming to get across to his readers. It introduces all the famous people and events in the Bible story. Lively, witty and entertaining. It's the ideal starting point for all who want to get better acquainted with the world's best spelling book, but don't know where to start. I've got a couple of copies of each of these books that I'll give to the first people who ask Max for them. Don't be afraid to ask. If you think it would help you, then the books are yours. And as I finish today, I just want to turn back to the book of Romans. In Romans 10, as we heard earlier, it says, Anyone who believes on the name of the Lord would never be put to shame. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. My prayer to you as I leave today is you will hear the message, you will take the time to read the Bible, and you'll grow in your relationship with God. May God bless you all.